New year, new laws. Yep, more than 300 new laws are now in effect in Illinois as of January 1st, including changes to minimum wage and paid leave for workers. Illinois' first-in-the-nation ban on book bans is also now officially on the books. WBEZ Statehouse reporter Mawa Iqbal is in Springfield. You just heard her on the newscast. She's joining us now to talk through even more new laws. What's up, Mawa? Hey, how's it going? I am doing great. So glad to talk with you. So, Mawa, 318 new laws. That sounds like a lot. Is this typical or is it an unusually productive year for Illinois lawmakers? Well, in recent years, it is a little bit more than average, but it's not like super crazy or unheard of. Like in in 2023, for example, we had 180 new laws went into effect. And then in 2022, we had almost 300. But then 2019, before COVID, we had 600 new laws. So, So double this amount. So I think it's pretty, pretty average for, for recent years. Well, well, so you cover the state house. I mean, in a year when, when we've got 300 new laws going into effect, does that like show in the amount of activity we see at the state house in the year, year prior? Yeah, it does. I mean, like, you know, when they came in um, this year, they definitely had an agenda and, and passing 300 laws is certainly not an easy thing to do, <laughs> especially when, when you have um, the way that the legislature works, which is by pushing everything to the very last minute as, as far as they can. But, um, yeah, I would say especially uh, from last year's number, which was 180, 318 is a pretty big um, jump. Yeah, yeah. Based on the way uh, Springfield works, they basically probably passed about 300 of these laws in in the in the course of 36 hours or so at the end of end of the session. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of those new laws that that are going or went into effect yesterday, a big one we should mention: changes in the state minimum wage. It's going up. What is it now, Mawa? Yeah, so now it is fourteen dollars an hour. What was it? What was it before yesterday? So it was 13. Um, basically, in 2019, Pritzker uh, enacted this uh, legislation that would require um, the state to increase the minimum wage by $1 every year until 2025, when the wage will be at $15. So it's the next year. But this year, it's now at $14 for hourly workers. Um, the tipped wage or the wage for tipped workers will now be $8.40 an hour. And then those who are working part-time jobs um, who are under the age of 18, so like 16, 17-year-olds, they're going to get a raise to 12 an hour. Excellent. I should mention here in the city of Chicago, the minimum wage is already $15.80. Mao, I want to stay on changes that workers need to know about. A law signed Mm -hmm. in the spring of last year is now taking effect that has to do with paid time off. What do people need to know? Yeah, so basically the new law will allow workers to earn up to 40 hours of paid leave in a 12-month period, and they can start accruing their hours. So it's a one-hour of leave for every 40 hours worked. Um, this can be used for any reason. You know, they don't, and, and the, the law made that very clear, too, that, that you don't have to specify what the paid leave would be used for. But um, something to note that it won't apply to all workers. That this would only, or it does not apply to independent contractors construction workers, um, or people who are subject to collective bargaining agreements. So so you mentioned collective bargaining agreements. I mean, even with those caveats, this was a big win for labor, right? I mean, how did the yeah. business community react to, to this, this new law? It was interesting. Um, in the beginning, there were very much uh, a no position on it, but I was looking through the witness slips for the bill, um, which are basically these online slips that are signed by people in support or, or opposed to any law. Um, 
and I was uh, looking and I saw that the Illinois Manufacturers Association was a proponent of this when it was passed. So I guess eventually the, the biggest pro-business labor or, uh, um, lobbying group was for this bill. But definitely even now there's still some no positions from the Illinois Retail Merchants Association. Um, there's or, uh, opponents who are uh, from Illinois Road and Transportation Builders. So, so some business groups were still opposed, but the, the, one of the bigger lobby groups was um, for it towards the end of it. So, so I want to turn to a completely different title, a uh, different topic, uh, stay, staying on new laws, of course, which is that last summer, in response to certain book titles being removed from public libraries and schools across the U.S., Illinois became mm-hmm. the first state in the country to pass a law banning book bans themselves. Uh, here's Secretary of State Alexi Janulius earlier this year on Reset talking about that law. Of course, there are books and materials that I don't want and my wife and I don't want our, our daughters to be reading. And this goes to parental choice, but I could, never, I could never fathom a world where I tell another set of parents or another family what books their kids should or should not be reading. Um, so I think it's about fighting for our librarians, it's parental rights, and, and more fundamentally, it's about the future of our democracy and First Amendment rights. So that was Illinois Secretary of State Alexia Janulius last year in 2023 talking about this law on reset banning book bans the law just went into effect yesterday mawa how does it work yeah so pretty much public libraries that are receiving state grant funding um basically they cannot remove bans or or, or, i'm sorry they cannot ban books because of partisan reasons or quote-unquote outside pressure so like if if parents are are upset about a book or if there's even like religious groups are pressuring the removal of a book from a shelf they can't do that and if they do they will basically not get state grant funding um and this is supposed to um, align with the american library association they they have this uh thing called the uh, ala's bill of rights which says that titles cannot be banned for partisan reasons and um it, it's yeah it's one of those very hot button issues right now i i i wouldn't be surprised if it comes up uh this year during the election season mm-hmm. it was uh th- this law especially was being pushed around a time when um more conservative right-leaning states like florida were taking books that um you know talked about lgbtq issues and different um racial and ethnic groups um off the shelves so it definitely um is is coming at, at this moment I think the ALA um, said that the efforts to ban more than 25,000 books in 2022, and a majority of them were from queer authors or authors of color. Now, Mawa, I actually want to turn to some laws that went into effect last year in 2023 but are having a major impact now. In September, Illinois became the first state to completely eliminate cash bail. I know you talked with a ton of experts advocates, people who had been in jail before, court officials, about how the first three or so months have gone with this historic change. What did you hear from folks? Yeah, so pretty much, um, you know, when it it comes to how this is affecting jail populations overall um, and crime rates overall, a lot of these experts and officials are saying it's way too early to tell. Like, those are things that we will start to see and make definitive conclusions about more, like, six months after the law went to effect or like a year, year and a half, but just immediately in this very initial rollout of the law, jail populations are decreasing. 
Um, there's also, uh, I, I know a lot of experts are, and, and a lot of um, advocates for bail reform were worried about electronic monitoring going up um, in, in lieu of less people staying in jail, which is basically when people are put on tracking devices like ankle monitors. But um, all the officials and experts I talked to said that that's not happening, that electronic monitoring, the, the rates of it have been pretty much the same. The, the differences that, that we're hearing um, so far, though, is, is with the, the process. So, so like with the hearings now that have to be um, taking place before um, a person's trial, uh, the implementation, basically, of the new law is, is differing based on the county size. Yeah, I wonder if you could talk through that a little bit more. I mean, there was a lot of hand-wringing before this change that uh, this sort of, you know, fundamental change to the way our pretrial court system works and the additional requirements in this law, we're going to maybe really grind court operations to a halt. We're going to be too burdensome to some counties. And what your reporting found is that the rollout, especially the way it looks in courtrooms, has been different up here in Cook County compared to downstate, like where you are in Springfield. Is that right? Yeah, totally. I mean, like in Cook County, I spoke with a judge, Mary Rubio, who oversees pretrial um, division hearings and things like that. And she was saying that, you know, they have a huge staff, right? They, they, they have all these different resources. They have a text and call uh, program set up to send people reminders about court dates. They have other pretrial services for people who need transportation to the courtroom. So she was saying that it's really all not that different. Like the only thing that is different is that money is not one of the things that judges are ordering when it comes to keeping people um, detained pretrial or not. Um, but when you're, you know, talking to, to officials in more downstate, central downstate Illinois, so like I talked to people in, in central Illinois, in McLean County, McCoupin County, and um, they were saying that it has been pretty burdensome for them because they have staffs of like four or five people. And, you know, the, the McCoupin County state attorney I was talking to says that he now has to get up, you know, a couple hours early to start work, right? So he can process all the petitions, the extra petitions that need to be filed after a person's arrested you know, when they're deciding if they should detain them or not or release them. So it's it, the, the trend that or the sense that I'm getting is that a lot of these smaller counties just really need more resources. Mm. So that could be like more attorneys, uh, maybe more funding to do some of those programs that Cook County has, like texts and calls, re- reminders and to people. But, yeah, it, it does seem like to them, uh, to the smaller counties that don't have as much resources, it's it's becoming more burdensome. But um, their attitude, you know, is, is like, you know, this is this is the law now and we're going to do whatever it takes. Right. Um, since, since we are enforcers of the law. But, yeah, they, they, they definitely would like to see some more help from the state for sure. So, Mawa, we, we have less than a minute left. There's so many new laws I could ask you about. I want to ask about uh, a couple of measures that went into effect uh, to guard against online harassment here in Illinois. Uh, what measures has mm-hmm. the state taken here? Yeah, so pretty much there's one called the anti-deepfake law, and deepfakes are pretty much uh, another word for digitally altered images and videos where, like, it looks pretty real but but is not. Um, And this is for sexually explicit images and videos in particular. So basically if you had your image taken without your consent and it's been used to harass or to extort money from you, you can take legal action against the person who is doing that. Um, there's also an anti-doxing law, and, and doxing is basically a um, shortened word for document. So it's, it's, if someone releases your personal information, like sensitive information like your address, your phone number, or whatever, without your consent onto the Internet, you can also take legal action against um, the person who's doing that.
obviously two of, of many very important laws that went into effect just yesterday. That's WBEZ Statehouse reporter Mawa Iqbal. Mawa, thanks so much for checking in. Yeah, thanks for having me.